0: Stay frosty parkrunners, and welcome to the October 2019 42nd and Halloween edition of the Stay Frosty Parkrun podcast. I hope you've all enjoyed a spooktacular Halloween, and maybe even taken part in a few Halloween-themed runs. You can share your stories if you have on the Stay Frosty Parkrun Facebook page. I'd also love to see some pictures if you've dressed up for a themed run. As well as revealing my star parkrunner and my featured parkrun for this month, I'm going to be talking about virtual running challenges before filling you in on our parkruns for this month. But first up, a small tribute to this being my 42nd podcast. It happens to be Jay's favourite number because of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, in which the supercomputer Deep Thought pronounces 42 to be the answer to life, the universe and everything. And for any other number nerds out there, who are equally enamoured of the number 42, it is also the atomic number of molybdenum. It's the sum of the first six positive even numbers and was used many times by Lewis Carroll, who was also a mathematician in his writings. This pod also coincides with one of my favourite holidays, Halloween. I know it's all got a bit commercial over the last decade or two, but I've always loved any excuse to throw on a random costume and run around like a lunatic. And so it was on the 18th of October, not quite all Hallow's Eve, but close enough for me, that I donned brightly coloured running attire, including my tutu, which has got a lot of use now, glow sticks, a headlight and a whole bunch of fibre optics in order to compete in the supernova run at the Olympic Park in Stratford. I was joined by both my sister Nikki and husband Jay, and we were kitted out and ready to run. It wasn't as cold as the previous year, and this year I purchased far too many glow sticks for us to use them all, even between the three of us, but I guess that means there's more for next year. I also got some flashing fibre optic hair ornaments for myself and Nicky. Jay very politely declined these ones. I was expecting it to be tough, because although on the mend I was still feeling my injury, but the atmosphere and friendliness of the event, put, plus the novelty of running at night which I don't do very often, enabled me to keep a fairly reasonable pace, and the three of us ran together all the way until the last 50 metres or so, when Nicky and Jay accelerated in a little sprint finish battle. It was a nicer medal than the previous year as well, and we topped it off by nipping over to Westfield Stratford for dinner. Fun but tiring would be my summation of the run, and I think we're all keen to give it another go next year. We followed Supernova up on Saturday morning with a run at Catford Park Run, but there'll be more on that at the end of the pod. And, as this is my Halloween special, I'm going to take a little leaf out of last year's Halloween pod, and this year I'm going to write a poem for you all. The dark and chilly winter is on the way again, as I walk ever onward through the mist and rain. I look up for a sign to register my place, but I can't see ahead and now there's mizzle on my face. And then suddenly from the dark a single light appears bobbing up and down and replaces all my fears where on earth am i have i made a wrong turn the light moves ever closer of this i must learn then from the heavy mist a lanky runner darting forth i move aside just in time and he heads onwards north before i can digest another runner passes one dressed in bandages and another wearing glasses Two more ladies in pink berets, Obi-Wan with the force, a dragon and a milk carton, and now a pantomime horse. It's all getting a bit intense, I shrink against the tree. Runners in every costume stream past, there's lots to see. And finally the crowd begins to thin out. I start to walk again, but then I hear a shout. The final few runners, who are trying to push ahead, are quickly being caught by a troop of the undead. So now I'm running too, through weather of every kind. I've got to keep it up because the zombies are close behind. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. And now I thought I'd cover a topic which I'm pretty sure many of you are familiar with. Virtual running. Not where you're walking so quickly that you are virtually running, and not where you're sat on the sofa playing a game in which you run through a variety of different 3D animated worlds, therefore running in a virtual ro- world. No, I mean virtual running challenges, where you do or should actually do a bit of real world running. Yes, a treadmill does count. In order to attain a target distance and earn a reward. These come in two main forms that I'm aware of. The virtual running challenge, where you pay and sign up online in order to complete a certain distance over a certain length of time, and then earn a medal or other award at the end which is posted to you and the other is virtual running challenges like the ones you get on Strava. For the most part, no cost to enter these, and you can earn a virtual trophy or badge which then appears in your Strava account or in your virtual trophy cabinet for all to see. I normally enter race at your pace running challenges each month in order to encourage me to keep up my mileage. As a bit of a medal collector, self-confessed, I enjoy receiving my reward medal each month for completing the challenge. You can do one mile each day, or you can do fewer longer runs, or a mix of anything in between. As long as you hit your target, you can earn your reward. They also have challenges for walking, swimming, cycling, and challenges aimed at children. If you bite off more than you can chew, and realise that you're not going to complete your mileage for the month, you can amend the distance up to around the 25th of that month, which I've only had to do once so far when I got injured there are lots of different virtual running running challenge setting companies for you to choose from. I can wholeheartedly recommend Race at Your Pace because I've been using it for quite a while, but a quick scan online also revealed some other ones. So virtualrunneruk.com where at least 20% of your race entry will go to charity. As well as a monthly challenge, they also offer distances over different lengths of time. And your money can go to different charities, so it's worth looking to see which charity you would like to support. If you're a bit of a medal enthusiast like myself, then you can check out virtualracinguk.co.uk for a surprisingly interesting selection of different medals, and again over varying distances and time lengths. To this end, there is also medalmad.com, who brings together a variety of challenges showing you a nice big shiny picture of the medal you can earn for your efforts. Perusing these, there seems to be a lot of Christmas theme medals, so if that's your preference, get your entries in early before all the most interesting medals have sold out. HowVirtualRunning.co.uk is another site with some very colourful medal offerings. Although when I clicked on the Nightmare Challenge Run medal, it simply states that you need to complete any distance at all in October or November to earn this one. Now, I personally prefer to aim for a specific number of miles or kilometres, but if you just want to get yourself out for a run, maybe after some time off, get yourself up off the sofa, then this could be a good way to get you started. This site is the winner, in my opinion, out of the ones that I've looked at, for the brightest coloured medals, largely based around TV series or films, so you've got Stranger Things medals and stuff like that. But as I've said, the only one I've actually tried and tested so far is Race at Your Pace. And I might give one of these others a go, actually, because they have got some interesting medals and I'll let you know how I get on with them. I'll also put the web addresses on the Stay Frosty Facebook page so you can investigate further if any of these sounds like your cup of tea. One of the best things about race at your pace is that you can actually use Strava, your Strava mileage with a screenshot or something similar to submit your race evidence so you don't have to download another app in order to do so. That isn't always the case with other companies so read the instructions carefully before signing up so you know how easy it is to submit your mileage at the end of the month or whatever specified time period you're signing up for. The other kind of challenge that I use, and I'm sure there's an equivalent on Garmin as well and other fitness apps, is the Estrava challenge. I usually enter all of the running ones each month and see how far I can get with them. The difference here is that I have to run a certain distance in one go. So there's an award for a five km run, a 10 kilometer run, a half marathon distance run. There's also a distance running challenge to see how close to 200 km you can get over the course of a month. I have yet to earn this trophy, I should say and there's a run climbing challenge for those who enjoy running up and down hills so it takes into account your uh, difference in altitude. The trophy stays the same each month but the colour changes so that you can see at a glance which ones you have. You can also look at a table of results for these challenges and compare yourself to everyone else in the world, everyone else in your gender, everyone in your running group or everyone you're following to see where you've placed in comparison to these other groups. These are another great way to challenge yourself to run different distances over the course of a month. There are also some which are launched by companies on completion of which you might get a reward like maybe 20% off in their online shop or something. There's some nice virtual trophies to be had here, but I probably wouldn't redeem the prize unless it was something that I might have bought anyway, because it's quite easy to get sort of sucked in. You think, well, 20% off, you know, that's a fifth off the price of it. But if it costs £100, that's still going to cost you £80 to purchase whatever the item is. On a final positive about virtual running, I managed in October to complete my 50 mile challenge for the race at your pace challenge on the last day of the month, despite being injured and having to take it easy, which meant that all my runs took a lot longer than usual. And as a double bonus, my injury seems to be just about mended now. I'm still stretching and doing loads of hip strengthening exercises every night, but I'm almost running completely pain free now, which will give me the chance to work my speed back up to where it was pre-injury. And maybe, I'll just maybe catch Jay up now. (laughs) And now, moving on, this month I'm very pleased to announce that my Star Park runner is... Brendan Lenehan. Brendan has run at Roundhay, Sheffield Castle and most recently Graves Park Run near Sheffield. Graves Park Run is where he achieved a new PB on the 12th of October. Two seconds quicker than his fastest ever previous park run at Roundhay. Well done, Brendan, for your new quickest park run time of 24 minutes and 43 seconds. Keep up the good work. If you know someone who you think deserves a special mention for a park running achievement, feel free to let me know via the email on stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com or on the Stay Frosty Facebook page. If it doesn't, and it doesn't have to be a UPB, if someone deserves a mention for being an awesome volunteer, then I'd love to hear about it too. This month's featured parkrun takes us to the Forest of Dean parkrun in Gloucestershire. The maybe slightly obscure reason for my, cho- for my choice here is our recent visit to Warner Brothers Studios to wander amongst the props, rooms, and costumes used in the making of the Harry Potter movies. Forest of Dean is actually referenced by Hermione in the penultimate film of the series as somewhere she used to visit with her parents, plus I love runs which include running through woodlands. To get to Forest of Dean Park Run, the course is located next to 5 Acres High School and you can use the postcode GL167QW in your sat-nav if you're driving. To get there by bus, you can catch a bus heading to 5 Acres. If you are driving, you are allowed to park in the Berry Hill RFC car park, postcode for that is GL167QT. This car park is 8 minutes walk from the parkrun. The course starts and finishes on a wide path which runs through the woods. You complete two clockwise laps for the full 5km. The surfaces include stones, tree roots, which can become slippery after adverse weather conditions. Although the course changes dramatically with the seasons, it is well marked throughout. This one is an undulating course which ranked at 248 out of 519 park runs on the Jegmar Elevation Rankings, so it's about just over the middle. Please note that there are no toilets available at this park run. After each run, everyone can grab a coffee or a tea in the finish area or, in adverse weather, in the Forest of Dean Athletic Club Clubhouse on the opposite side of the main road. In recent months there have been roughly 20 volunteers each week, which jumps up on special occasions like their recent 500th event at the end of August. The number of runners has varied from just under 100 to nearly 250, with their highest ever attendance at 259 participants on their New Year's Day special, 1st of January 2018. This is definitely one on my Park Run to-do list, although I know I always say that, but I do really love running through the woodlands. And finally for this month, it's on to our own parkrun adventures. On the 5th of October, I got back on the parkrun pony and actually ran the course, all 5 kilometres of it. Yes, it hurt, and yes, it took me 30 minutes and 58 seconds, but considering where I was in terms of injury, I was more than happy with that. Jay volunteered as a pacer for the 28-minute slot, and completed it in 28 minutes and 12 seconds, which he was a little disappointed with but I think it's still close enough for his time to be useful to someone who's trying to get close to the 28-minute mark. On that point, I'd like to say congratulations to Steve Davenport for his new PB of 28 minutes and 15 seconds, John Southby for his new PB of 27 minutes and 57 seconds, and young Ethan Wagland for his amazing new PB of 28 minutes and 44 seconds and subsequently for his fastest ever 5 kilometer run the following week in an even better time of 28 minutes and 43 seconds sadly Jay and I weren't at South Norwood to witness that one as we journeyed further to Ifield Park run a recently started event which gives us our long awaited letter i located a little south of Gatwick Ifield is two laps run entirely on tarmac paths with an out and back with several out and back sections, it can get a little narrow, but as long as everyone is patient and sticks to one side, as instructed by the marshals, it's a really enjoyable run to do. I especially like the finishing straight, because you do a final out and back, and once you turn, you know that you're only about 200, maybe 250 metres from the finish, so you can put on a little bit of a spurt if you've got enough energy left. That's certainly what coaxed my time under 30 minutes for the first time since I was injured. I was super pleased with that one. Jay finished in a fantastic time of 25 minutes and 52 seconds, continuing his run of good form. Jay really liked the fact that it was a fairly small park run with not too many participants, and also that you get to run along alongside a rather picturesque lake. Be warned, all keen park run alphabeteers, on wet days the finishing funnel, which runs off the path into the grass, dips down in the middle into a large puddle slash small pond, which isn't really noticeable until you're actually running through it. Great little park run though, keep up the good work to all the organisers. The following week was a busy one in terms of running. After completing the Supernova run on Friday night, we made our way out to Catford Parkrun, which also turned out to be a nice very friendly one with chatty organisers. We arrived a little early and were prompted to sign their tourist whiteboard where we put our names and where we would travelled from. This was a really nice idea but it's a shame they didn't announce this as more people arrived because um, there were other tourists and I'm sure they would have all happily signed the board. That aside everyone was very welcoming and although fairly undulating I really enjoyed the course here which is nearly three laps starting at the top of the hill running down around the edge and then up through a field and up a final hill to complete the last gentle incline around the ornamental gardens. The ornamental gardens are actually missed out on the third lap and you turn right a little bit earlier after the final hill and then head up to the finish funnel. I'd also like to give a shout out to my work colleague Anthony and his girlfriend Emma, whose local parkrun is Catford Parkrun. Anthony finished in an impressive 20 minutes and 25 seconds, a little off his PB but this is his first parkrun since injuring his arm. Well done to Emma who was only 10 seconds off her PB, finishing in 26 minutes and 58 seconds. And, at long last, I managed to catch up with Jay, who is not the biggest fan of undulating park runs. On the final lap, I could see him just ahead of me, and I realised I was slowly creeping up on him. At the bottom of the final hill, I overtook him, knowing that he would probably latch on and stay with me so he could overtake me on his traditional sprint finish. And sure enough, as the course flattened out, Jay shot past me and finished two seconds ahead of me. I was over the moon at the fact that I was able to catch up to Jay and complete a park run in twenty six minutes and fifty four seconds. Jay managed to finish ahead in 26 minutes and 52 seconds. Happy park runners all round. And finally, to the 26th of October, our last park run for the month. After the suggestion of a roast dinner, we hightailed it over to my sisters in Barking and ran Barking Park Run. Not so many runners, as the rugby was on from 9am as well. That was the semi final, that one. Nikki was using this one to get back into her regular run routine and decided beforehand she was just going to aim for an easy 25 minutes, and to her credit she finished in 25 minutes and 2 seconds. Very impressive. Jay bagged himself another new PB at Barking Park Run in a brilliant time of 26 minutes and 8 seconds, which is even better when you consider how windy it was on the day. Unfortunately this wasn't such a good run for me. I managed to run the whole thing, just about, but it felt like nothing was meshing well, nothing was really working well together. Maybe I was fighting a bug, or maybe I was just tired from the working week, but it was tough from the outset all the way to the end. I still managed to keep it under 30 minutes, finishing in 28 minutes and 56 seconds, so I wasn't too upset by that. I was very tired afterwards, though, and after heading back to Nicky's and consuming an enormous and delicious roast lunch, I actually fell asleep for an hour on her sofa, and Jay had to wake me up when it started getting a bit late. And that concludes our Parkrun adventures for yet another month. I should go without saying that we both carved pumpkins on Halloween this year, but I didn't include a tribute to Parkrun, I'm afraid. I'll pop a picture on the Stay Frosty Facebook page so that you can have a look, though. I'm quite pleased that I've managed to catch up somewhat and actually release this at the beginning of November rather than smack in the middle. It's also nice genuinely not knowing what our November running adventures might hold. The Adidas 10k Fulham City run for example. But I mean in terms of results we don't know what's happened yet. Thank you all once again very much for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with any comments, queries or nominations for for November's Star Parkrunner, then please feel free to drop me an email on stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com or leave me a message on the Stay Frosty Facebook page. I love getting your feedback feedback and opinions, so do keep them coming. And that concludes my Halloween special for 2019. Stay frosty, parkrunners, and I'll see you all next month. Thank wow.